Uh, welcome to Simon Says on Good Hope FM. And one of my favorite moments in the radio before has been a certain interview uh, that I did with a certain star. And I get to have another conversation with him again. Welcome to Good Hope FM and Simon Says, Mr. Craig David. Come on. My brother, how are you feeling, my man? Like, fantastic. Your energy is so right, brother. Come on. What's going on? What's happening? <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's all good, man. Uh, it's all good in Cape Town, South Africa. Uh, you know, we, we've been spinning the songs. We've been playing the music. You know, no. the team has kept us in the loop. And we're super excited about what lies ahead. Firstly, I want to say yeah. to you, I think you should be winning the Golden Boot because uh, just based on the music we seem to get, you don't seem to miss. <laughs> you hey, my brother. Listen, you know what? I appreciate you. I really do. Like the support, by the way, that you've been yeah. you've been playing the records like crazy out there. So, yeah. and I've been having like people over in South Africa, like from Cape Town to Durban to where they're like, "Yo, bro!" One 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 guy in Johannesburg was like, "Say, bro, yeah. you, your tunes get rinsed." I was like, <laughs> "It's crazy." So, thank you for the love, man. Yeah. I appreciate you. No, all good. I mean, uh, checks with the Duval as well as a uh, check with Nipper. Mm-hmm. Um, both of those were so different, but in the same in the same breath, so well received. I must say, the one with Nipper though, it gave me that feeling of that, yeah, 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 that early two thousands R and B. How did that particular collaboration come about? Do you know what? It's funny because like I really wanted to embody that kind of sound because I feel there's a lot yeah. of R and B artists now that are sampling from maybe the nineties or early two thousands, and that's cool. And it's kind of putting it into like a, a newer kind of drum pattern that works now. But there was something about those times when it was. I don't know, Juicy or Big Papa, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Nate Dogg when he was on Oh No uh, and with Most Def and you're just thinking, man, they were wavy and it was the yeah. pocket was like, so I wanted to to bring that together. I was working with a producer called Mike Brainchild who's done most of the 22 okay. album. So if you like that, there's a lot more of that, man. Like Ooh. really like a pattern, the, oh my gosh. And Nipper was someone that, I met when we went to go and see Blast, uh, the the artist over, and he came over to yeah. perform here. Yeah. And we met and I was like, bro, I love your R&B stuff. Then you're on the new wave. He was like, oh, bro, I love your stuff too. I was like, well, look, if the time is right, let's get in. And then the first song we did together ended up being G-Love. And it was perfect because I felt like it was new, R- new school R&B with someone who's been there from that era. Yeah. And we balanced each other well. It was, a nice, yeah, it was a nice collaboration. I loved it. That, that's what I felt. I mean, I felt like it was a collab that, that didn't seem difficult to create musically because uh, obviously mm. he was coming with a different energy and you were just, I mean, the hook and the video as well. It was just like, it felt easy for you, you know? Yeah, um, I appreciate it. It felt brother. easy. Yeah, mm. yeah. And I think it's so, it's so important because there's, a I think, a massive wave of artists who are still relevant now over a 20 over 20 year period and uh, getting to work with someone like that also i think just comes together and brings it nicely into where r&b is now right um, yeah absolutely similarly similarly to if you look at babyface hanging out with uh, he's got ella Maya on his single nice you got uh, john legend with money long on his single and you got money mm-hmm. long on your album as well right yeah man oh so uh, if the track's titled obvious yeah ooh. oh Say no more. <laughs> wow. I just making crazy sounds over here, yeah. But like yeah. because I I know you like you are, brother, right? You live for the RB. You understand the yeah. RB intrinsically. You know the melodies, the pockets, the tones, why a new artist you'll appreciate, but at the same time you'll appreciate a Joe or a yeah. tank. Uh, or a period of time when you Destiny's Child, you'd be like, you appreciate what that sound was to the Beyonce that we hear now. And there's just eras of things, right? 
I went in on this the tunes with that's why I love Money Long because I feel like she caught an era with her stuff hours and hours and them tunes there they're yeah. like ni- late 90s early 2000s R&B that we all love yeah. so yeah. to work yeah. with her on a song I had to make sure that we did it right that we patterned it properly there wasn't like myself and Money Long and it's like ah uh, you didn't you kind of hit the crossbar nah yeah. <laughs> it's got, got top bins you net said I don't top, miss top bins, man. <laughs> nothing but net man <laughs> nothing but net brother come on just a little touch of the of the crossbar you know and it just clips, just to let you, yeah, let yeah, you know yeah. it, was, it was sweet <laughs> Matthew looks as yeah you my guy straight topping Messi Ronaldo uh, things come on uh, I love that man let's take it over to to some of the dance collabs you've done um, you've done quite a few records with dance producers as well uh, Kate Renata uh, got it good we've never gotten to speak about about that but low-key one of my favorite collabs you've done uh, over okay. the last few years and it kind of caught me off guard because we were on you know we were just vibing with Kate Janada and then all of a sudden I was like is this is this happening it means a lot you know because that song when he'd sent me some tracks over yeah because I'd been a fan of Kate Janada and I was like you know I'd love to do something and, and he's the kind of artist that will will spend a, an evening and will he'll give you like 15, 20 tracks. Like he would just literally, you know, he'd smoke a little sun, vibe in, and yeah, it'll just come yeah, up yeah. and it'll just give you like almost like 16 bar loops of stuff and send yeah. loads over. And I was like, and I heard that beat in particular. I was like, my gosh, yeah, I need to yeah. write to this now. And then literally patterned it su- super quick. And it just felt like it was, it had all, he's very, his drums are tough. Like it's tough with it and, and they slap and they're not really yeah. kind of all quantized really tight. It's all yeah. very loose, but it feels yeah. so, it, but it just feels like it just hits you. So when I got the melody and sent it back to him, he got gassed. Everyone got hyped. We put it out there yeah. and it became one of those songs that we didn't do a video for it, funny enough, right? Yeah. But it became yeah. okay. one of the biggest streaming records, one of the biggest songs that was getting played on radio as well. It was like, wow, yeah. it, was a, it was, it caught us all by surprise. Victory. Yeah, it's, it's kind of like a um, one of those songs that they fall under the radar in certain spaces, but on the streets are super well respected, like a cult classic a kind of record. hundred, you know, brother. Pe- people were feeling that. Um, and on the note of your other dance collabs, I mean, there was Blonde uh, as well as Clean Bandits, Hardwell in there. You seem mm. to have a, a very, I'd say, easy kind of, of way of stepping into dance collab. There's a pop sensibility, but there's a bit of soul. Like, is there a formula to how you write to these tracks? Yeah. I mean, you, you you know what you said about that? It's the, you nailed it, funny enough, just in the way that you just were interpreting it then. It, I'm R&B at my core. And I know, uh, so my DNA, and okay. pun to pun, right, is, <laughs> or or pun intended. I always put it, is it, is it pun to pun or pun intended? Um, <laughs> I'm R&B. In my soul, I gravitate to those melodies. I gravitate to the way that R&B's, the, the, the classic R&B of, maybe the nineties of how it was written. It, it always, and it had a bridge and it was all about kind of like the, the harmonies were stacked and then the ad-libs were really important. If you look at some of the classic Usher records, we know we know the ad-libs as, as well as the ad-libs. top line melody. Yeah, Abs- absolutely. Which is quite rare for now, right? Yeah, totally. And a lot of people, they, yeah. they may not even do the ad-lib, they just, just copy and paste the choruses. And, and So of that sensibility, when I approach dance music, be it house and garage, I approach you with the same thing. If I strip all of the beat away that's four to the floor, for me, it's an R&B ballad. You know what yeah, I mean? So, yeah. like, my heart's been waiting for you. 
it's just it's just R&B and then you just throw some drums over it four to floor and now you've got a house tune so it, I kind of always go there that's why I kind of okay. think that those tempos work well for me you know what I'm saying it's okay as you said two things that were kind of in, in my thought pattern for where I wanted to go with this conversation uh, the one was that with these kind of collabs they are in your blood aka mm. in your DNA right <laughs> oh my God. Uh, and I think that the other thing was when you do a dance collab when it gets to your, your, your tours or your live concerts you can either do the actual version and take it all the way up or you can strip it down and the song yeah. is still beautiful I mean mm. all these records uh, and if we step into your latest release DNA with Galantis similar story man like the way you wrote the hook if you look at the piano rhythm where you place dna aa kind of like it's perfect with the piano and it's just like <clears> it's it's kind of meant to be man man there's another song on the album called meant to be as well by the way r&b jam okay. that you are gonna okay oh my i was making them sounds again yeah because i i could <laughs> i could just i know you're gonna get it um yeah you know what i was i was really grateful working with with Galantis and and like there was bare bones of the of the of the songs were came together and so I heard parts of like the DNA and I just loved the way that in which it kind of was like the play on DNA DNA because heaven yeah. did, you know what I, mean? I just I liked it. it was just it was very clever and I feel like yeah. to be able to I, I'm going to be going to the studio soon just just as, as a just okay. off the bat and I yeah. want to approach it on an R&B tip as well. I'd like to do a version that just like, you've got the, the Glantis have patterned the, the original and that's going to be the one, but just to approach it on an R&B thing again. Yeah, yeah. I love it because like you said, it's it's intrinsically R&B at, at its heart, yeah. at its core. Yeah. But Glantis understood the, the the memo. They really do. They, they, they understand yeah. the pop sensibility of something, but also the pocket it needs to hit. So when you play at a yeah. big festival, it, hits, it works yeah, as yeah, well as yeah, stripping right. it down. The song sits at about two two minutes fifty seven, just under three minutes, and you mm. have a handful of songs that are under three minutes. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. especially <laughs> the songs you released in the last while. I know the Hardwell tracks and two, uh, and they think ain't giving up as well. So yeah. if I go back to your older stuff, some of the older collabs. I mean, Rise and Fall is almost five minutes long, right? Right, right. But that's that was then, and this is now. Do you mm. think that you know there's a wave of just people being you know, distracted more easy, easily and just wanting to get to the song and replay it over and over more often. Yeah, I mean, there definitely has the evolution of kind of, of how records are received is that it's like cut any fat off and just yeah. give us the, the thing. But I also would say having grown up in that period of time where I don't feel that necessarily there was fat there. I feel like it yeah. actually was just, you needed the period of time to get the feeling. So... I kind of approach, it's funny you brought that up, man, because like at radio, and you know this, being at radio, yeah. right? So yeah. it's kind of a point where if the, if the song is, you drop something at five minutes, the track's going to get faded out at three yeah. minutes, 30 or something. Be it that you want it to be, or it's just the way it's going. we got to keep this thing moving. We've got a lot of artists yeah. to play. we got to keep it moving. There's only a certain amount of hours in the day, right? Yeah. But on the album, though, I've really kind of said, listen, if this song wants to bleed out and we want to have a faded chorus that fades out, I mean, mention faded chorus. No one does Self. that anymore. You don't even fade <laughs> nah. that other chorus. No, it ends like, like boom. Just Usually bam and now. then it yeah. So I'm like, let's do it. So I've kind of gone back to my roots because I feel that we can, you can make everything fit a certain thing, yeah. which is fine. But sometimes the feeling you need, needs you to have, and it's about, I've done a lot of bridges on these songs. So there's, there's, well, that bridge will give you another eight bars that's going to add on and then you get a double chorus and all of a sudden you're into like four minute world. So the singles though, I know need to be snappy. Okay. Yeah. But on Makes the album, to me. you know the drill.